three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. I've got a quick review here for uh, the first teaser trailer, which they showed at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. I figured that it just leaked so much. Marvel went, fine, whatever. Let's just put this out. So they went ahead and put out the first teaser for Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, which of course is Sam Raimi's return back to directing a a comic book film for the first time since Spider-Man 3, which what a trip that is. Um, This comes out in May, no official release date yet, but it's May of this year. And I will say, considering the awesomeness that uh, Stephen Strange shows in No Way Home. I really loved him in Peter's Dynamic, but the fact that we're going to get basically Marvel's first horror film, uh, I'm excited because we're, we've... What's been interesting about Phase 4 is that Phase 4 has leaned more into horror uh, elements, even in something like, uh, like uh, Shang-Chi, uh, there's definitely a horror element uh, to the to the Ten Rings, and WandaVision had one of my favorite scares all this past year with the uh, the the dead Vision that Wanda saw. That was uh, that's still one of those like oh my god, and uh, that Miss Minutes jump scare you get in the Loki uh, season finale. I, damn you marvel for that so we're we've been starting we've been seeing more and more dips and turns into horror and but this looks like this is marvel more than they have before going all in with it so uh just as far as what i noticed few things here so <laughs> the movie really should be called dr strange what the fuck did y'all do <laughs> Because this this looks like what Doctor Strange was trying to hold back at the end of No Way Home, and it all still splintering. So I'm curious how we're gonna get from uh, Doctor Strange's journey from the end of No Way Home to this point. Uh, I, I'm really curious about that. So a couple things I will say I notice um, Rachel McAdams is back. I'm really happy Rachel McAdams is back because. Rachel McAdams, she's a win in pretty much anything she's in. She's one of the best actresses we have. What I'm curious about is how much explanation we're going to get for who Christine ends up marrying. Because, oh, pardon me. Because when I'm assuming what they're going to do is talk about the fact that Doctor Strange blipped, therefore, you know, him and Christine weren't able to, you know, keep seeing each other or, you know, potentially explore a relationship. And so, you know, she found, she moved on. And that's exactly what they're going to do. And so I'm curious to see, you know, the potential, uh, the potential anger uh, that Strange has uh, for things that are outside of his control. So I'm really, I'm hoping we get a little exp- uh, exploration on that front. But it'll be interesting to see if she's just marrying some, you know, average Joe or if she's marrying someone that's going to be 
you know, important uh, to the film. So I'm curious how they're going to go ahead and address that. Uh, I love the opening shot in this trailer where you see we see Doctor Strange's uh, reflection in that watch and you see the breaks in the watch to go ahead and represent the multiple timelines. That's just such a nice, subtle touch. I, I, I love that. Uh, also seeing all the different versions of the Markle logo, like bleed and almost like fighting each other for, uh, for juxtaposition. I love the way that that was going ahead and being introduced. Uh, we, of course, get the reappearance of Elizabeth Olsen. Yay, love her. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch is back in the fold. So at the end of uh, WandaVision, we saw Wanda, uh, you know, practicing her chaos magic while reading from uh, Agatha's uh, spell book, which, you know, I think it's all but confirmed to be the the MCU version of the Darkhold. So it's going to be very interesting because later in the trailer, we see Scarlet Witch casting that spell. And if you look, uh, her fingertips were turning just a little black. And that was something that happened with Agatha, if you remember, in WandaVision due to the amount of dark magic that she experimented with. So I'm really curious like how... Because I feel like we're heading down this road. Like, there's very, there's easily a world where Wanda, you know, has her no more mutants moment and actually brings mutants into the MCU. That would be, or you could use that, you know, say in humans instead. Like, I, I feel like we're heading that direction with, uh, with Wanda. But we're getting these teases more and more that she's, you know, that she's going to be a villain. So I'm I'm really curious. I, I wonder if they're going to pull the trigger by the end of the film or if they're going to drag it out a little more. Uh, honestly, I think you can make a, uh, an argument for either for either case. Um, one of the shots that I really dig um, and it's pretty early on in the trailer. It's like at the, the 23 second mark, seeing that alternate version of New York and seeing how uh, this that version of the Sanctum Santorum is like decaying away, it's really reminiscent of Loki, uh, the season finale there, when they go ahead and encounter uh, He Who Remains. So I'm not saying we're getting King the Conqueror in this, but I think we're going to get another Easter egg to let, to let the audience know, like, Kang's coming because I don't know if I would not be surprised if he makes an appearance or another variant of his makes an appearance before we get to, you know, Kang the Conqueror Prime in uh, anime uh, in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I, I think we I think we get something before that. But I digress. Uh, I love the way I could set up how the world looks like it's breaking down. Here's my big swing on this. And, you know, obviously this is a horror trope seeing, you know, black crows. Like, that's always been a thing for as long as I've watched horror films. Here's where it's a little interesting. Crows have been tied to the MCU's version of uh, Morgan Le Fay. So, you know, if your history, you know, uh, uh, you know, witchcraft, lore, you know, all that stuff. If you're kind of into that stuff, you know that. You know, she was a sorceress that has ties to medieval. That's what I was trying to think of. She has ties to King Arthur. Uh, she's his uh, half-sister. So 
we already know that we're kind of getting more into that realm of the MCU for us, the medieval stuff, because uh, because we have Black Knight uh, being introduced uh, at the end of uh, that uh, at the end of Eternals. We saw that from the mid credit scene. So is that how we get Morgan Le Fay in the MCU? I mean, that would make sense to go ahead and start building out the magic portion of the MCU. I mean, her being a sorceress would make sense. And that would be another powerful, you know, person down the road that you have to worry about. I mean, she could team up with Agatha for all we know, or be the reason Agatha gets out of, uh, uh, out of Westview. So I, I think that crows there very specifically. Uh, again, I could be taking a big swing and be completely wrong, but I'm excited to see if that ends up being the case. And then the last two things I'm going to bring up, I think the big thing that most people were like, oh, shit, that's cool. At the 41 second mark, we get the very classic comic look of uh, of America Chavez. And that so first off, that's awesome. Uh, I'm so happy we're getting this character finally being introduced. Um, So very quick somewhere on her she has multiple types of powers she was raised in a separate reality by her magical mothers and then ended up gaining uh abilities and ends up fleeing her reality which is why i think she's in that random room i think that's her initially escaping uh the reality she's in fun fact she can actually punch uh holes uh in realities and jump between realities so she might just punch her way out i i don't know if she'll be that strong by the time that we uh introduce uh, or introduced to her but i mean that's a hell of a way to establish her power base to so go ahead and just have her <laughs> punch through her reality and the the one other thing i wanted to point out just because i f- i find it interesting that this is actually in the trailer at the minute it's like the minute 24 for Mark, I want to say, um, we get the look of uh, of the Nexus. Oh yeah, the minute twenty mark. Pardon me. We get the look of what looks like the Nexus of all realities, which is basically this giant meeting point where all the realities go ahead and merge into one uh, place. So you can go ahead and basically jump between whatever reality you want, where they all merge. So I just find that I find that very interesting because we could see again, we could see Kang or someone there or someone that we're not even thinking of who's already maybe made it there before Strange and his friends have. So I I find it very interesting that they're establishing that that is uh, already at play. Um, And then, of course, the bit the the last thing we, 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 we have to talk about. So I haven't finished What If, but I did watch the uh, Doctor Strange episode, which was a great fucking episode. I, I really enjoyed that that episode. But he encounters his dark variant uh, in Strange Supreme at the end of this trailer. And that's with the voiceover of uh, Mondo saying, you know, of Mondo saying, uh, you know, the bill always, uh, Mordo, pardon me, uh, that the bill always comes due and saying that, you know, the, the biggest threat to the universe is you. Like, I'm, I'm very curious if they're actually going to tie what if to this, because it seems like they are, which if, 
if what if is on the table, do we get Captain Carter, which would be amazing? Do we get Haley Atwell uh, as Captain Carter? Again, please give me that. Uh, the possibilities are genuinely endless for this movie, considering we're dealing with uh, ultimate reality uh, or alternative uh, alternate realities. I know he has COVID, and I'm assuming, like, I, I know they're doing reshoots, but maybe he shot it beforehand. I think we get Hugh Jackman. I think we get a Hugh Jackman cameo, even if he's not in the suit, even if he's just playing Logan in civilian clothes. I think we get, uh, I think we get Hugh Jackman in this. I, I would lose my mind if we got Hugh Jackman, but I think we're getting Hugh Jackman. But uh, yeah, everyone, Multiverse of Madness comes out in in May. I'm hyped for Multiverse of Madness. I cannot wait to watch this. So yeah, everyone, was there something else that uh, that I missed that you noticed? Let me know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nirmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, to name a few spots, at The Real Pineapple. And don't forget to like both our gaming pages, uh, one on Facebook at uh, The Real Pineapple, and then also on Facebook at Real Pineapple Games. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll have reviews up here soon for Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Come On, Come On, Power of the Dog, uh, The Lost Daughter, uh, Being in the Ricardos, along some other stuff. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Wear a mask. Stay safe out there. And we'll talk to you soon.